the Dating While Adulting podcast, the greatest podcast ever made, if we may say so ourselves. Go to datingwhileadulting.com for access to everything related to the podcast. That's our Twitter, our YouTube, blog, information about the hosts, etc. So with all that being said, let's get to the conversation. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's been a minute, hasn't it? I tell you. Actually, it's been more than a minute. It's been like three months, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right around three months to be exact. Um, yeah. And in this podcast space, three months, that can be like a lifetime. Like for some people, that can be like life and death. Fortunately, my life is in podcasting, so I don't have to worry about the death part of it. But with that said, um, for everybody that stuck by, sent me messages. I appreciate that for those that fell off. Hopefully we can get you back and all of that good stuff. But, you know, I took a break, as you can tell. Um, I took a break from podcasting and I took a little break from dating, actually. And I don't really think that's a bad thing. Well, actually, I know it's not a bad thing. The key um, in taking a break from dating is that you don't allow that break to be too long. Like some of y'all out there are like on a years long break, not just a year, but years. And even a year is too long. But some of y'all like took on a break that's so long that it's like officially broken. Like that's not a break. That's just giving up. Like when you when you take a break from dating that's that long, you just like I give. And as we and of course, when I say we, I'm referring to the demographic of this podcast. We don't have time to give up or take a break that lasts years long or a year long. Oh, and for those that don't know, um, the demographic of this podcast um, is are those that are a little bit more, let's call them mature, um, people that are in their 40s, maybe late 30s and older. Like you're only getting older. You're only getting more tired. You're only getting more gray. More, well, you get the point. No need to beat you down and remind you that you're old. Well, older, not old. But with all of that said, it's not a bad thing to take a little break, though. Um, from my experience, like when you're dating too much without positive results or consistent positive results, it gets a little harder to separate one person from another. And it's harder to separate one experience from another. And that's how people get bitter. And that's how people, once they get bitter, they start like projecting that bitterness onto the next person, which runs the next person away or has a tendency to run the next person away. Why would somebody want to convince you not to be bitter? Why would somebody be, why would someone want to be the person to pull you out of that hole and, and, and prove to you that good people still exist? People are like, look, I'm looking for the same thing you're looking for. I'm not trying to convince you. I'm not looking for you to convince me. I just want you to be cool. And unfortunately, not enough of us are cool. And since I don't want to be one of those dudes that like spends his like time in every episode trashing women like you see on a lot of these podcasts and and all of that stuff. Because I tell you what, I've listened to a bunch in my time off and boy, there's a lot of anger and bitterness out there. And that's on both sides. So um, I figured to step back and appreciate the good of being single. It's like way too often, like in our search for companionship, we can forget about those good things about being single. So 
let's take a little second to review some of those things. I am here to remind you that things aren't all bad, not bad at all necessarily about being single and taking a little break. Once again, I said a little break, not a long break, not giving up. <laughs> being single should not be the destination unless you're in a bad relationship and then being temporarily single should be the destination. But I believe that we were built like in general to be with someone. I don't think that we were built to be alone. And so <clears throat> While you're alone and while we're waiting for our person, the next person or whatever to come along, we should embrace being single. So let's go through the benefits of being single. And, and don't just take my word for it. I've brought science to this episode. <laughs> Actually, uh, I, I saw an article that came across my feed on Business Insider and it was interesting to me and the title of the article, and I'll put the link in the show notes or whatever, seven science-backed reasons why you may be better off being single. So it's not just my opinion on it. This is science. So if it's science, then it has to be true, right? Yeah, let's just go with it, you know. And let me be clear. This isn't, once again, my encouraging anyone to seek to be single. Unless, again, you're in a bad situation, then you should be single. But that should only be temporary once again. But this is more this is more for those that are like desperate to be with someone so much so that they'll be with someone who's not necessarily good for them, which we'll get into when we get into the science. You know, that just leads to bitterness um, when you like just to be so desperate to be with someone that you'll be with anyone. So um, for those people. And some of you are in denial because some of you listening out there um, are those people, but you don't want to admit that you're one of those people. And when I say those people, I'm talking about one of those desperate people to be in a relationship that you'll get into a bad situation. Some of you are in a bad situation right now that you need to evaluate. So, so if you're with someone and you're not happy, then you're probably one of those people that just is desperate to be with someone and not the right one. But I don't want to lecture on that. You all can evaluate that on your own if you choose to. If not, that's cool, too. It's not cool, but, you know, let's go with it. So. So let's get back to the science. So the seven things, the science backed things um, in the Business Insider article that I read. OK, number one, being single gives you space to think. Basically, what they're saying is that you get time to heal and reflect on yourself, both good and bad. The reflections can be both good and bad. And oftentimes, if you're really being honest with yourself, they can be bad. You should be seeking to encourage yourself, obviously, but you should also be looking to improve on those things that are negative about yourself. And it really is a delicate balance because... You don't want to be hard on yourself, but you need to be honest with yourself and realistic about yourself, because otherwise, how would you improve? You know, relationships can consume people. And while I wouldn't say that everyone loses them, <clears throat> excuse me, and while I wouldn't say that everyone loses themselves in a relationship, um, sometimes people can lose focus on themselves. So being single gives you time to um, think and Return that focus to where it should be. Um, 
um, and that's on yourself. When you're in a relationship, you should obviously have focus in the relationship, but you should all you should not lose focus on yourself um, as well. You all get what I'm trying to say. Anyway, that's number one. Number two, single people have more time for physical activity. Now, I can hear everyone out there saying, that, hey, sex is physical activity, and that's something that you might not get as much when you're single. And I am with you. Um, some of the best ways to burn calories, some of the most fun ways to burn calories are by having sex. But with that said, again, it gets back to the whole, who are you having sex with? Um, and that is only sometimes. And it's funny. I think most people can relate to people that you know or yourself who has gotten in a relationship and gained what they refer to as, quote, happy weight um, when you're in the new stages of that relationship. And that happens despite the sexual physical activity. And everyone knows the story about the person that that breaks up. And when the relationship ends, they run to the gym to get fine, to kind of get back to where they were before the relationship to prepare themselves. Going back to number one um, to get the next person. Um, So. Give me space to think, work on yourself, blah, blah, blah. So. Yeah. Um, So number two, single people have more time for physical activity. Um, get your body right, not just your mind. Get your body right. That's number two. Number three, single people are better at maintaining friendships. And I agree with that one. Now, I'm sure that we all know someone, or once again, maybe you're that someone that gets into a relationship and forgets that you ever had friends. Your friends never hear from you again. It's like they don't even exist to you anymore. And sorry, ladies, I don't want to do the whole man versus woman thing, but Oftentimes that applies to you more so than I would say it applies to men and anybody that wants to um, anybody that wants to dispute that uh, just email me. You know, we can have that debate, Um, even though I think the debate would be short. But yeah, either way, regardless, whether you're a man or a woman. Yeah, your friends still have to be in the picture. You can't just forget that they exist. So uh, maintain those relationships, whether in whether you're in a relationship or not. And a lot of people, when you're single, you can lean on those. A lot of people in that are single lean on those friendships more so than people that are in relationships. Don't forget that your friends exist. I mean, shoot, you can't just run back to them after you get dumped or whatever. Anyway, so that's number three. Number four, being single, and this one really applies to the fellas, being single allows you to save money. Now. Like I said, it applies to the fellas. And I seriously doubt that there would be guys out there, even if you got it like that, that would dispute that having a being single allows you to keep a little extra money in your pocket. I mean, hey, there is no secret and this is not bashing or anything. Dating costs money. Um, and if you're a guy and you are courting a woman, you are spending money on her, whether it's buying her food or whatever you're doing. If you're going on a date, um, even though the times are changing and more and more people are going Dutch still, I think for the most part, guys are spending more money than women are spending, especially in the initial parts of the getting to know you process. And that can be like a bill. I remember I used to itemize all of my expenditures. I still do itemize all of my expenditures on a, on a spreadsheet. And 
I used to have a column just for dating to calculate how much money I was spending just on dating. And that that adds up. A lot of people don't really think about the cost, but when you look at it on a spreadsheet and like, this is how much I spent dating this woman, whew, it really make it really puts things in perspective. So number four on that list again, um <clears throat> is um is being single allows you to save money. And, you know, and even if you aren't necessarily saving money and you're spending it on other things, at least you're spending it on things that are that you are more sure to get a return on. Let's say on that investment, let's say that you're not spending money dating. So you buy a new suit, you buy a new dress or something like that. At least you know that you will have that for however long it lasts, as opposed to when you spend money on a date, you don't know that you'll ever see that person again <laughs> or three months from now or however long I've I've gone on first dates where I've spent over a hundred dollars and never saw that person again. I've been through the courting process and spent money going out time after time and then realized that that person was not the person for me. And at the end, all that you have to show for it is just money spent. And so, yeah, so even if you're not saving money in dating and you're spending it elsewhere, at least you're spending it on something where you know exactly what you're getting for the money that you're spending. So Either way, it's another positive of being single. So that's number four. Number five, being single can allow you to focus more on work. Now, I don't really know. If, I don't really know how I feel about this one. I'm on the fence, kind of, sort of. And basically what I mean by that is if you're an entrepreneur, then I agree. You need to focus more on work because if you have ever ventured into the entrepreneurial space, you know that it is a lot more involved than your typical nine to five job. And you need to be more focused because you're pretty much all that you have. You live and die um, off of how hard you work, how much you put in and all of that stuff. So in that sense, being single um, works better for you to focus on that. And also, if you are really hardcore on that grind, the question is, how much time do you really have? to commit to a relationship um, in the first place. So yeah, it does being single does give you time more time to focus on work. If you're an entrepreneur, that can be a good thing. But if you're working for someone else, if you have a cor corporate gig or whatever it is, you know, you need more work-life balance um, that a relationship can provide. Focusing on too focusing on focusing too much on making money for someone else you know, can lead to more bad than good. And um, trust me, I know this from experience, sometimes it can emphasize the fact that you're alone uh, for that moment. So I don't disagree. It does obviously give you more time to focus on work. But if you have more time, I don't know that you should necessarily be focusing more on work. And that's something, depending on the job that you do or whatever you have going on, you can make that personal choice. But yeah, that can be that one can be kind of iffy. You do have more time, but is that where you want to apply that time? Um, so especially at the age that 
that caters to the demographic of this um, podcast is like, if you're in your 40s and 50s, you're kind of looking more to throttle down and do less um, at your corporate job and not do more. But each one, you know, um, to each his own or her own. So that's number five. Number six, while being single can be stressful, um, it's not as stressful as being with the wrong person. And I don't really think that there's any more that needs to be said about that. And I can't see anybody possibly disagreeing with that one. I think that's pretty much universal. So we'll let number six stand on its own. And then number seven, um, singles Singles are more well-adjusted to situations where they need to be independent. Um, I know single people that act as though they can't do anything unless it's with another person. I know people that have never gone to a movie by themselves, let alone like a concert or a festival or something like that. And there are tons of people that I know, um, I guess tons, we can measure that in weight, maybe, I don't know. There are, tons, there are plenty of people that I know that would love to travel, but have never been anywhere. And that's because they don't have anybody to go with. And they have these fears about going places by themselves, especially when we're talking about international travel. I've heard, I've, I'm friends with quite a few women that haven't been out of the country because they're afraid of going by themselves, which is something I can understand to a certain extent because there are safety um, issues, but there are so many groups that you can travel with and things like that, that is really not an excuse. But um, when you're single, like number seven says, you know, it can teach you to be more, can it teach you to adjust better to situations where you need to be independent? And that's pretty important. So, so in closing, taking a break isn't a bad thing. Um, being single for a little bit isn't a bad thing. But notice that I said for a little bit. That doesn't mean that you should abandon the idea of being with someone, um, which is the equivalent of sitting at home waiting for God to send you someone. God helps those that help themselves. Faith without works is dead. So you have to put in that work. The kids outside, they're having a good time. <laughs> if you can hear that, I don't know if you can. Um, so you have to put in that work. And part of that work um, when you're single is making yourself better so that you can be a better person for the next person that you're in a relationship with. And then after that short, and I emphasize short break um, that you take being single, get your butt back online because that's the way that people interact with each other in this day and age. <clears throat> and part of making yourself better while you're single is having a better mindset about online dating. If you approach it negatively, you'll get negative results. But I've lectured on that a ton in the past, you know, so I won't really um, get too deep into those details again. Um, but yeah, as for myself, I'm almost ready to get back in those streets. Almost. And that's all I'll say about that. Thank you all for coming. Thank you all for staying. Thank you all for holding on. Thank you all for waiting, being patient with me while I've taken this time off. And I welcome you back. Hopefully you welcome me back. And, you know, it's not over though. Reggie, my homeboy Reggie, you got anything to say? Reggie does not have anything to say. Um, I guess the social anxiety still exists. So we'll just ride with that. And I will take this opportunity to say to you all, as I always do. Goodbye.